problem with me? Sorry, did you miss the bit about defending an attempted murderer? Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbours CJK Bayer Let's get the neighbours Hello, this is Neighbours We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast And we are in the Mobile Pirate Net studio today We've set it up into Rage's spare room because we have a guest, a new guest to Pirate Net. And I'm Vaya. I have CJ. Hey. And I have Ariel Kaplan. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. AKA Imogen Willis, but we call her Imi, even though Josh called her Imo, but we didn't but like Imi's that. Imi's better. Yeah. I always wanted Imi. <laughs> You can't get everything you want, you know. <laughs> and also, he didn't call you that till he died. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> and then Piper never called me a nickname until I came back. So we just like to, you know, oh. change it up. And what was she calling you when you I think came? she was calling me Imo when I came back. But I was always Imogen to her when I was yeah. first there. We apparently grew closer while I was gone, but then also grew a lot not closer <laughs> when I came back. But also, she does that good sister thing where she can go. Imogen. Like, oh my God. <laughs> really frustrating. We love playing sisters so much. Uh, and you've got sisters too. So I do. I have two relate. older sisters. Uh, luckily, they're not nearly as bitchy as Imogen is <laughs> to Piper. But yeah, I know the sister dynamic very well. But it's also real. Like siblings have spats over any old thing. Oh my God, it's so real. <laughs> I love it. And that's why, you know, we'd read the scripts and my favourite scenes were always the family scenes. Because yeah. I think that's what they do so well with the Willis family was always make them quite real. We arrived with the Turners and the Turners were like this really like happy-go-lucky family and then the Willises across the road were just batshit crazy. Because, and we'll get into it more, but because they have a Greek woman at the head of the family. Amen. <laughs> Which And that's Drama City. Drama City. Absolutely. Both <laughs> Therese and Beck equals yeah. Drama City. <laughs> Excellent. Because I, I want to hear about her. But first, we have to do a little bit of Neighbours Council business. The business, again. Administrative tasks. Because we have Patreon, a Patreon account that listeners to Neighbours donate to. It's amazing. And they essentially mean that we can pay our podcasting bills and people have might have noticed that I've been hammering it lately because I'm not working for a couple of months deliberately like deliberately to focus on podcasting stuff and it's not like this is not a charity call out like I'm all good but part of the plan is to channel more energy into podcasting and as a reward if we can hit 50 patrons I'll do the podcast weekly again for a while oh weekly instead of fortnightly you get that hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we started on weekly. <laughs> yes. But, you know, as you know, as Neighbours is weekly, it's hard to do something like oh, this weekly. <laughs> my God. When pe- it's my favourite when people say to me, so what other job do you do? <laughs> Sorry, in the four hours that I'm sleeping or <laughs> uh, I can fully vouch for doing something, I mean, a podcast once a week or filming six episodes a week. You don't need another job. No, so no. I don't know how you guys do it. Well, you know, we just make up our own rules. We, no, we don't have a boss. <laughs> just so. don't go to work. Easy. <laughs> yeah. But a few people have joined the Patreon, so I've got to shout them out. Do you want to read the first two, um, yes. Ariel? Yes. I hope their names I can read. I gave you easy ones. Oh, great. Paul C. and Mary M. 
Thank you. And we also have to shout out Josie, who's actually the mayor of the Neighbours Council. Oh, yes. The, the new mayor. The yeah. new mayor. Yeah. Current sitting mayor. And Ellie T and Sarah G, all friends of the show. And one more, CJ, can you read the bottom one? Um, Soap Addict 91. Yeah, love Soap Addict love 91. That. I know them from Twitter. Uh, thank you for joining. And yes, please, even if you come in at Dr. Carl level, which is obviously the cheapest tier. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> and to rage, I call her to rage because she's partial to flying oh, into a rage. Oh, yeah. She's the next one at $5. And then if people can come in at Moneybags level at Paul Robinson, like 20 bucks, which people- Imogen should be above that. <laughs> Yeah, okay. She's like bad. Come in at like a hundred bucks. <laughs> she's doing an in, in, pull an in, image and Willis. She's an international lawyer. Yes, because and because you know, to rage is a bit fancy. Because there was this one episode where she was going to have a big family dinner, and she said, "We'll have takeaway with all the trimmings." And we became obsessed <laughs> on this podcast. What are the trimmings of takeaway? <laughs> we'll get extra serviettes. <laughs> Or like garlic bread. Or oh, something. yeah, that would be an absolute win. Get some garlic bread. Because we were, were fascinated because we never found out what the trimmings were. I think it was Thai food. So maybe it would have been like, you know, curry puffs. <laughs> <laughs> An extra spring roll. Yeah, oh. maybe. But she should have done it when Imogen came back. She Absolutely. should have done it again. I think Imogen would have judged her. Let's be honest. <laughs> if it's not home cooked, Imogen's not eating it. But Imogen's in California. So she'd be having a lot of bowls. and. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd be living on the salad bowls and probably what I eat currently in yeah. Melbourne. So I can't really take the piss. And don't they do Postmates over there? <gasps> Postmates, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like our Uber Eats but better because yeah. they'll do anything for you. You, oh. you can be like, hey, go get me a cup. <laughs> And someone's got to do that. I mean, you have to pay them. They're not slaves, but God, it's America for you. Next order of business is, oh, I'm doing, a, I've got another side hustle at the moment, which is I'm on another podcast called On the Terrace, which is a recap podcast about a sci-fi radio show that Jackie Woodburn was in called Night Terrace. Eddie, listen to me carefully. I think something quite unusual has happened and we are no longer in Melbourne. Are we in Queensland? Does Queensland have a pink sky and three suns? Which part of Queensland? Any part of Queensland. I've never been to Queensland. I think we have to assume we're not in Queensland, or anywhere on Earth for that matter, but that somehow my house has travelled in space. And they're relaunching it on the BBC. So you can listen to the first couple of eps on bbc.co.uk and then just look up On the Terrace in your podcast app and you'll hear me do recaps, which is fun. And they're going to try and get us to do an episode with Jackie and I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, my God. She's the best person uh, in the yeah. whole world. Like actually yes. the best person in the whole world. Correct. Yeah. Agree. Uh, so that'll all happen. Keep an eye out and look at nightterrace.com for more info. And we've got some new Neighbours Council members. That's our, that's our Facebook group, Ariel. So people can join our Facebook chat group and it's lately... Look, it's been on fire. I cannot keep up with it. Is it savage or is it like everyone's nice? No, it's normal. Like it's yeah. like, like a l- nice level of social media normal, not like the actual neighbours page. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I don't think anything's like the actual neighbours page. A few people have called it a little bit of a haven yeah. from oh. the other neighbours groups. Like yeah. nice humans saying nice things. That's yeah. what we like. And just sassy and fun and like yeah. silly. Yeah, we love that. Silly. We started um, live streaming ourselves, watching neighbours when... Um, Goggle boxing it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, when... Sonia was dying so basically I cried 
on the internet. Strange choice for a to week. start in that <laughs> yeah. week. People yeah. started getting a bit worried about us. Yeah. But then some of our um, listeners over in the UK started doing like time-lapse versions and they were really beautiful. Yeah. It's like when they send me montages of myself and I'm like, oh, I look great. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, you've made me look great. That's not what it was like. That's I'll never – because people say, oh, you're a Neighbours fan. I'm like, well, we just commentate on Neighbours. We're not like those ultra fans. that like, That's some time commitment to make yeah. those Can video you imagine? montages. They love me more than my mum. Legit. <laughs> Or they hate me and spend all that time on it. But unbelievable. They should. They, okay, here's a hustle for them, the f- super fans. They could make a side business where they like make photo books for the parents of actors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my mum would be the first in line. When you were talking about your Patreons or whatever, I was like, I bet you. I told mum I was doing this. I bet you she's gone and joined. <laughs> like that's typical stage mother Robin Kaplan up in there. And I'll put in... Imogen level and then... Imogen. Oh, she, <laughs> she, she she'll put a thousand bucks. Just get her in there. <laughs> uh, okay, it's so monthly though. <laughs> oh, make it more then. <laughs> and just for some fitspo, some people that have joined lately. Um, oh, Linda joined and says she listens to podcasts. Uh, when I go for a run, it distracts me from how unfit I am and how much further I still have to run. So. I love that. I also listen to podcasts when I run. I think I need a beat. Ten years, eight years ago when I used to run. <laughs> I think I needed a beat. I needed a beat back then. I get that. I get that. It depends on my mood. If it's a slow jog, I like a podcast. If you're going hardcore, you need some Beyonce. Yeah. I'm always a slow jog, so I really <laughs> Okay. Now, you mentioned just then showbiz mum because yes. you had a bit of a showbiz upbringing. I or- did. I definitely did. When did you get into the biz? So I started when I was six. I did my first professional show. I started in musical theatre. So I grew up, both my elder sisters um, sang and danced. And of course, I wanted to be exactly like them. So I started singing lessons and dancing lessons. We immigrated from South Africa when I was two years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... Like mum and dad already established teachers for my sister. So I just go along to the competitions and do my hair and makeup and pretend I was a part of it. (laughs) I'm not kidding. It's really pathetic now that I think back. Um, But when I was six years old, my mum saw a leaflet in a newspaper that Oliver, the musical, was auditioning. And auditions were at Rod Laver Arena. And she had no idea what she was getting herself into because my sisters danced and sang, but they weren't in the industry. And I was like, cool, we're going. And she was like, okay. And I got there and I was number like 3,720 in line. And we stood there for four hours and mum begged me every 10 seconds to let her go home. And I was like, nah, I'm going to get it. Like (laughs) so disgustingly confident. Like I wish I had that now. And we got into the room and I sung two bars and three weeks of callbacks later and I somehow got the job. So I was seven years old by the time we started and I did that. And were you like a little orphan child? Yeah, I was like <laughs> a little orphan and then a pickpocket. I was in the ensemble. So, oh, great. So now thinking back, like seven, and I wasn't just a normal size seven. Like I now look like a seven-year-old. So when <laughs> I was seven, I was literally like two centimetres off the ground and I still bust everyone around. And it was the best experience ever. So from there, I kept doing musicals and I didn't get into TV until I was about 12. Musicals seem awesome because I just went and saw my friend's nine-year-old daughter just did like The Lion King Jr. Amazing. And it looked so fun and not as much high pressure and high stress as a camera in your face. (laughs) Absolutely. It's so different and it's... You have the adrenaline of an audience, which, I mean, that comes with a different sort of pressure. Like, you can't exactly stuff it up and just do another three takes like we can on TV. Mm. But it's such a different feeling. And I loved doing musicals. And Lion King was probably the last musical 
Oh no, second last professional musical I did, and who? Were, what were you? I was Little Nala. Oh, yeah, good, I was good like role. eleven, and it was so much fun. And I got to do it here and in China. So I did the show for like two years, and my um, middle sister Dina was also in it. So we toured around together. It was insane. Dina from Dance Academy. Dina from Abigail from Dance Academy, <laughs> who everyone thinks I am, and I take credit for it. That's weird. We get recognised as each other all the time. If I've got a tan, not right now. I'm <laughs> way too pale right now. And well, was that tricky? When did we? Was she already on Dance Academy when you did got the Neighbours audition? No, I. Oh goodness, I it was 2013, I think, when you. So I was appeared as yeah. Imogen. I think I'd already started on Neighbours, but when Dean, I actually have no idea. I've got a fun Dance Academy audition story though. <gasps> Yes. I auditioned for the show long before Dina did and the day of the auditions I had gastro. No. Full blown like in the audition room, like standing in the corner in, you know, our point first position, getting ready to go and like had to run out of the room with like oh, no. catching sick in my hands. It's horrifying. And I was like, oh, it's disgusting, but at least I'll never have to see anyone ever again. <laughs> next minute my sister gets the roles and I have to see the producers and directors for the next seven years while she does <laughs> three series and a movie. Do you know which part it was that you – or just generally you were auditioning? Just generally. Yeah. It was like first call. So yeah. they literally audition every girl in Australia to dance. Yeah. Um, and I never would have got it. Like Dina's a far better dancer than me anyway, but I blame it on that. Mm. I'm like, I definitely would have got it if I was But also, Ab- Abigail is not far removed from Imogen. They're very similar. <laughs> in fact, more so on Imogen's comeback than yes. when Imogen first appeared. But – I've, you know, when I came back and I started getting all this hate and I was like, oh my God. And Dean was like, babe, welcome to my life. Like, this is all, especially because it's a much younger audience in Dance Academy as well. They find it very hard to remove character from actor. It's such a strange thing because you don't want to watch 20 people that all are polite to each other and don't do anything out of the ordinary. Well, if you do, don't watch TV because there's not one television show that's like that for good reason. Or anything or movie or book. It's so boring. Yeah, absolutely. And I love playing a character that isn't like myself and that is controversial. So I'd much rather that. And I've always wanted to be cast as the bitch, but I'm always just cast as the real moralistic person. Like Imogen's not a bitch. She's just like believes in what she believes and that's it. And there's rules for a reason. Oh my God. That's why I liked Imogen in, especially in the return. I'm like, there's there's a protocol. And and to an extent, you know, I say I'm not like Imogen, but to a large extent, I really am. Like (laughs) if you ask anyone in my life, I'm by far the most like, judgmental close-minded person like I have my ideas and that's right to me (laughs) so I really am pretty similar how old were you when you auditioned for Imogen then I think I was 17 I think I started filming when I was 18 my god that's like my nightmare and I see yours I imagine like having to people documenting that era of my life (laughs) yeah I mean but also like the best you've just you know you become an adult and you're on a nightly soap so absolutely in some ways like I mean, Neighbours shaped me. Like, those are such formative years. And I was speaking to Mav, who plays Piper, about this because she also started – she was even younger but finished around the same age as when I finished. Mm -hmm. And we were saying how without the show we actually don't know if we'd be the same people because you shape who you are based on who you're surrounded by and all this experience you get by being on the show. And it really shaped me. I went through some of the hardest times in my life while I was filming and – like I genuinely don't know if I would have got through it with our neighbours. Like they are the most amazing production to work for. And hard in, in the sense that I know you've spoken about some health problems and yeah. those sorts of things. And did you ever want to take a step 
back and take a step out of the no, spotlight during that time? I think that's what drove me to get better. So, yeah, for anyone listening that doesn't know, in probably about halfway through my first year of Neighbours, I developed an eating disorder, which was really horrific timing because it was not long before Imogen developed an eating disorder. Different eating disorders, but, I mean, it's very yeah. close to home. I mean, it's not life, far removed. No, life imitating art at its finest. And I was really, really ill and the company were amazing. I mean, they let me have days off to go get help. And I always say that without the incentive of keeping my job, I mean, I couldn't, if I had stayed sick for much longer, I would have had to go into hospital and lose my dream job. So if it wasn't for Neighbours, I think I would have been much worse off. Right. Because that was like my, I mean, for me, work's always been a really big part of my life. So I didn't Mm want to lose it. So that's kind of what drove me to get better. But in a way, being out of the spotlight while putting on weight again and you know, I would have been much better off not seeing the comments like, is she pregnant? No. Oh my God. <laughs> no, what? I'm just healthy now. But it, I mean. I, yeah, I worked on another production with a young actor in a similar, with a, with a similar issue. And yeah, between seasons. And then straight away, the Facebook comments, I was incensed because I just immediately got protective. People were like, yeah, is she pregnant? Is she pregnant? I'm like, who cares? It's not your business. Yeah. But you'll, it's funny that told, no one yeah. says anything when you're severely underweight. There's never yeah. a mm. question. But the second you're maybe not even overweight, but just like normal size mm. on television, like mm, she's a bit heavy. Like, is she or is she just normal? Yeah. Had you watched Neighbours as a kid? <sighs> you're allowed to say no. I had it. So, as I said, I immigrated from South Africa. So, my parents were never brought up with Neighbours. And I feel like... When you're brought up with something, it's part of your everyday life. But, like, I was a Disney Channel girl. I watched, like, Lizzie McGuire and That's So Raven. I watched those things too. Oh, my God. I just watched too many things. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't fit it all in. (laughs) But I remember on my first audition – no, it wasn't my first audition. It was, like, my first day of work and we had a script reading and I was like – so her name is Toadie. Who's Toadie? And everyone just looked at me and was like, don't say that. Don't. Just shut up, Ari. Just shut up. No, like to the point, that's how bad I was with my knowledge. But my whole thing was as Imogen moving onto the street, I also wouldn't know. You don't know about no. anyone in your neighborhood. So I was like, it's method acting. Because I found it strange this week that Milzy Finn was like, hey, Toadie. I'm like, hang on. It's very formal for you. Like, that's Jared to you. <laughs> that's Mr. Rebecca. Thank you. That's a good point. Now, we'll talk about where Imi is now in her life, but she went through some journeys in her love life in particular, yeah. but CJ always had a soft spot for Daniel as, yeah. as a human. I, so, I, I have a soft spot for everyone. That's basically my <laughs> yeah. thing. It's a good way to be. Yeah. Like, your your twin, our other co-host, was not so into him. Ne- and I'm like, oh, no, it's okay. Neither was I. Everything was fine. Just, I didn't agree with a lot of his yeah. story no. decisions. Yeah. So, by the way... When we talk about this, we're always talking about the character. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. yeah, we're not offending Harley right no. now. We can if you want, but we will. We, we <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, it's, no not, nothing to do with him. No, it was... and Josh's character was controversial. I mean, there's a reason they killed him off and not Imogen. <laughs> um, no, I'm totally kidding. I think people would have preferred Imogen was killed off, to be honest. No, but we... yeah, she, he was just a teenage boy. Most yeah. of them are a bit annoying. To be and fair. no one was really calling him into line because he was like golden swimmer, athlete, mm-hmm. and everyone wanted him to go to the Commonwealth Games. What's yeah. more important in life, being a good person or being successful? That was kind of the whole thing with Josh, wasn't it? But he came good before he died, so that's all that matters. Right, like right before. Literally 10 seconds <laughs> 10 before seconds. he died, he was like, oh, I'm actually a good person, let me call my daughter. And didn't he also push Daniel out of the way 
so that he could the pillar could fall on him in the explosion? No. So th- he did save Daniel, but he chose to let Daniel. So if they lifted the thing off of him, it would have killed Daniel. <gasps> so he chose my happiness over his life. Wow. In actual fact, I I don't know what's worse, losing your twin brother or the love of your life. I feel like it's probably I, and also mm. robbing Matilda of her father. Yeah, I feel like Imogen would have got through Daniel the yeah. grief. And I, moved past it. Yeah, look, I, it was when we read the scripts, I remember oh, it was horrible because, I mean, obviously Harley and I were dating at the time and when he came out of the office and told me they were killing him off, I just burst into tears. Oh. I, it was just so, because you become so attached to these characters and it wasn't mm. because it was like, you know, my boyfriend at the time dying. It was like, oh, my God, Imogen's going to lose her twin brother. And I remember Tim being like, so? <laughs> he was like, but I'll be fine, so... <laughs> But yeah, I think it was really important that they gave Imogen that sort of love, life, happy ending because for three years we mm. aimed towards that. So, I mean, I don't know. He was a bit tough for me. The, you know, he's a blonde man, which which is always, I don't know. Not not your thing? <laughs> no, it's not my thing, but also like he's, he's a Kendall, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I was really happy. You posted on Instagram a photo of the wedding dress. Yes. Yes. And I was really happy that Imogen got a happy ending. Not It wasn't really an ending, as it seems, because yeah. he came back. And marriages but, are beginnings. Well, <laughs> that's true. But do you know what? I was so happy when I came back. I was praying they'd be, bring Tim, who plays Daniel, back with me because, like, hands down the most beautiful person you've ever met. Like, completely adore him. And we had so much fun working together. But I was like, if they don't bring him back, at least please say we're still married. And mm. I'm so glad that they did because I was like – that's probably the longest lasting marriage your neighbours so far, really. And my favourite bit of detail that they mentioned, CJ, is that he's doing nursing. Studying to be a nurse. Yeah. I took it further. I've decided he's going to be a midwife. <laughs> oh, my God. He'd be a brilliant midwife, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Imogen's making the dollar and he's just, like, looking after the women of the world. And yep. imagine that, just the strapping lad waiting there for imagine you. Imagine he walks into your birthing suite. You're just like, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> He's, and he's got me. He's got it. <laughs> and it would be in California as well. Mm. Yeah. Oh. It, it would be like some sort of natural healing clinic. Oh, my. And oh. he'd walk in and his hair would just like be blowing in the wind and he'd be like, I'm here. Yeah, it's the Kendall hair. Yeah, with his yeah. hippie music playing. He's yeah. going to be a doula. <laughs> oh, my God. He is a doula. Yeah. I wish we'd taken it a bit further. People keep saying to me, why didn't you mention Daniel Warren? I was like, you know, I don't write the scripts yet. <laughs> like, if it was up to me, I would be like, Daniel's doing this and Daniel's doing that and we should bring him back. In fact, I went into the producer's office four times while I was there just <laughs> saying, do you think we should bring Tim back maybe? Good of you. Uh, like, not even while I'm there. Like, um, Stefan, who plays Paul, also adores oh. Tim because they did so much work together. So when they brought me back, Stefan was like, so where's Tim? And I was like, I don't know. Let's go ask them. But, yeah, I loved him. Hands down, one of my favourite people to work with. And it's nice. I love when people come in, even if it's just for one or two episodes, like sometimes mm. when Lucy would come back or – Yeah, callbacks to the to the past. I like Yeah, that. or when Lauren flies down from Queensland for half a day. You know, When she's not directing, she yeah. just hops in. Yeah. 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 I love that stuff. Yeah, so do I. I think it's great. It keeps it real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because often when people move to Queensland and then we just never see them again, I think that's my hard to do. favourite exit, um, James Mason – I can't even remember the character oh, he played. Chris. Christos Pappas. Walked out the water hole or was it just never came back. Like, it was just something so ridiculous. His exit, like, he'd been on the show for so long and I remember he just left a building and kind of just didn't come back. That's, and I was like, That's yeah. right, because he went to have a baby in with Lucy with in Lucy, New York. yeah. But, like, they didn't. Oh, my uh, God, is that what happened? <laughs> I can't even remember. He was her donor. And that's it. Lucy's brought the baby back, but he didn't come. No, he's yeah. just stayed there. Yeah. 
my god, you guys know so much. <laughs> it's don't quiz me. I don't know enough about this. Well, actually, when you said you listened to us talk about Imogen and you learnt some stuff that you didn't know about her. Oh my, god, I can't even remember what it was, but I remember listening and being like. Well, you were talking about law stuff and I was like, wow, I didn't know that. Um, I tried to do my research, but it's really hard to work out how someone becomes a barrister in four years. It is tricky. I did reach out to a friend of mine who works for the Department of Public Prosecutions. Oh, my God. Amazing. She's trying to know their business then. So we can – okay, let's take it into the current day. Imogen has been called back in because Toadie's on bereavement leave. So Imogen caught up with Toadie when he was on his California tour of of grief – and you've you've caught up because you worked with – sorry, I'm saying, I keep saying you and then I'm like, that's so oh, strange. I'm Imogen, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so Imogen worked at Toadie's practice when she was in Melbourne. Yes. And then she went and became a lawyer at the wrestling world. But this is what I learned. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. All I <laughs> yeah. This is what I remember listening to him being like, hold up, I just remember going to LA and I remember um, – Mo- not Morgana – yeah, uh, Naomi. Naomi, mm-hmm. um, her character sort of poached me over and I remember thinking, wow, I've studied for half a year. I must be real good. Yeah. But I didn't realise I went to wrestling. That's amazing. Because she got – she's like, I got my dream job. I'm going to be the PR person for WrestleMania, which is great for Naomi. Yeah, perfect. And then she goes, guess what, Imogen? They've got a big legal team <laughs> and they want to sponsor an intern to go to like some university in California, Berkeley or something. Yes. Oh my god! I'm so glad you guys have told me this because I've made my day knowing that I'm a lawyer for wrestling people. Brilliant! And so you've taken a sabbatical from wrestling law, yeah, um, to just manage Toadie's wills and you know conveyancing law practice, but Ooh. you know a bit of side of murder. Yeah. Um, yeah, you come back and you're sniffing around the hospital like an ambulance chaser, and you find a delicious law case. Brilliant, <laughs> and. Inside that delicious law case is delicious Rob Millsy Mills. Yeah. Are you another specialist? No. I'm a lawyer. I think you may need some advice. Mr. Finn Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah, he's done some stuff. He, he does, but he's so lovable. <laughs> he's so lovable, but... I know. I was really glad that I didn't watch while he was killing people because <laughs> I came in as Imogen would have and been like, he seems cute. Yeah. <laughs> He's I lovely. I can't see why anyone would hate him. I mean, yeah, he might have tried to kill someone, but he's cute now. So Imogen can recognise a bit of stuff when she, you know, like she liked Mark Brennan for a while. Like she's got good taste. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's had a mm, she had a few, you know, not so great moments, but she can see a good person. She married a Kendall that's now a jeweler. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, she's got good taste. <laughs> so she knows what's up. Yeah. I know, she had a, a brief moment with a few boys, but I I think all in all she can, like, see who's a good person. And, I mean, I think Finn, at, like, as far as a new person coming in, someone suffering 100% with retrograde amnesia, you go, all right. As a logical person, you go, they cannot remember what they've done. And also it doesn't matter if he's a good person or not. Like, you're representing someone. Like, yeah. it's, it, you're not there to pass judgment. Totally. I'm Meghan Markle in suits, so that's it. <laughs> I'm here to do my job and look good. <laughs> Oh, and they put you in a power blazer something. Oh, oh, it's so funny. When I watch it now, I mean, when I got to try on the suits, I was like, this is sick because anyone who knows me knows I have two sets of gear. It's workout gear or pyjamas. And, like, and what are you wearing right now? Literally in my pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. I even messaged you earlier and I was like, just so you know, I've got no makeup on and I'm wearing my pyjamas and this is me. So, And CJ was excited. Yeah, well, I'm, I've, I've worked from home for the last two years. I now work in an office, but... <sighs> I, I had to go and buy makeup <laughs> for that. 
I the only reason I have makeup is if it's sent to me because I will not spend money on it because I'm like I just I can't be bothered. I went to Sephora and um and yes. the people there are like just canvases and they're beautiful. And I walked in and I said, "Hey, I don't like makeup, but I need to wear it. So can you help me?" <laughs> they're like, "Here's uh, Charlotte Tilbury, the most expensive foundation, yeah. and here's some Nars." And yeah, <laughs> see, I love watching. This is the weird part about me. I'm so girly in that like I love makeup tutorials and stuff. But when it comes to myself, I'm like, mm, I've got a boy. Friend, I don't need to try anymore. <laughs> I'm done. done. I've locked it in. <laughs> Correct. True. And but yes, and trying on those power suits, I was like, God damn, I'll never get a chance to wear this. So I was feeling amazing. But I watched it on TV and I'm like, I look 11 years old. So <laughs> our previous co-host, a guest co-host, Beck, thought you were some Doogie Howser, like child genius. Who well, it's <laughs> not far off. I mean, I think Imogen's what, like 22 or 23 now. It's pretty young to be, you know, a barrister. Like not just, you know, working in a law firm. She's like in the courtroom doing stuff. It's because she hustled. She, she hustled. was like, I, go, I got this. She's just lost her brother. She's grabbing life. You live once. She said she's going to live for the both of them and she's doing it. <laughs> she's doing two degrees in one. She's, I think she's, yeah, she's doing more than Josh could have ever expected. <laughs> so is Josh. Yeah. <laughs> I said I'd do it for both of us. I'm doing it for five of us. <laughs> yeah. I'd love it if she just took up a sport. Like, as well. Oh my God, yeah. Except that if they ever needed me to do it on camera, <laughs> no. <laughs> no there's, she, there's a reason Josh was the Olympic swimmer and not Imogen. No, Imogen would slide into the pool and just suddenly beat the record. Yeah. <laughs> be like, oh, I didn't realise I was so oh, good. Was that Josh's record? Sus. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about all my Aaron's shed gym? Oh, you yeah. could run some classes at the Do gym. Do they still have a gym? Oh yeah, we just don't see it. Yeah, so it's it's off the sets now. No, Paul owns it now. Ah, uh, he bought it just to. Why so, not? So he owns everything. Yeah, great. Um, it's like Monopoly. Yeah, <laughs> and um, they were there this week. Or um, Emmy's uh. uh, dad, who we call Drab, we used to do Pilates. Do classes. we call him Drab because yeah. he's boring? He was, yeah, at the time he was, um, <laughs> he wasn't doing it for me. But then we met him and I was converted. But he is gorge. He used to run Pilates classes just out on by Lasseter's Lake. I remember Continue. we used to do yoga together sometimes, like <laughs> father and daughter, which was oh. pretty cute. Except, I, I mean, I'm addicted to exercise, but yoga is the one thing I'm really not that great at. So, Kip mm. and Kip's a ballerina. So, I'd always be like, Kip, can you just make it not look so good so I don't look really bad right now? Is it because I, I can't do yoga because I cannot turn my brain off. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, I'm same. holding my feet wrong. I'm, my, I can't be in What's the What's for dinner? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Legit. That's me. I'm like, can I jump and run yet? Cool. <laughs> I also like, it's also Imogen had that role before. She was Toadie's assistant. So, it's fair enough that she would come in and she sees her little sister just kicking back in the office half naked <laughs> Correct. I got so much slack for that well Imogen got so much slack for that I was like guys I could see her bra and we were all saying well the smart people <laughs> were all saying the good people you don't wear that to the office absolutely yeah. not also, see also Ellie you don't wear your oh. off the shoulder to your job interview <laughs> to be fair Jodie's wardrobe is like my dream wardrobe <laughs> for me but I'm not a teacher so oh, it's what beautiful. she wears is like I'm going to the wardrobe room every day and I'd be like Another blazer. And then I look over and I'm like, oh, my God, I want that cute pink frilly dress that she's wearing. But I'm not a teacher. so Even her courtroom chic oh, outfit yeah. was amazing. She wore pants. Like we should have actually stopped and recorded that night. She, <laughs> she didn't have her pants. legs out. Yeah. I know her and April both, they just put in the tiniest stuff. on. Well, that's what happens when you're hot. Yeah. Deal with well, it. Yeah. I call it conventionally hot. Yeah, I like that. Because like it's just because you're symmetrical doesn't mean that you're and everyone. And six foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> and a, a trained model. And annoyingly really nice person as well. <laughs> and you have no flaws. Yeah. 
Other than that, great. Doesn't mean other people aren't hot too. Absolutely. I so agree. And then I also loved that she just was like to Piper, um, why are you sleeping with mum's no good ex-boyfriend? Wow. I'm sorry. It's disgusting. When it's I read awful. these scripts, I was like, it was the thing of the week though. This was all this incest stuff because then it was Kyle and Gary and mm. Amy. And yeah. I was like, this doesn't happen. Like there are some storylines, neighbours that are a bit far-fetched, but you're like, look, it happens. Like imagine being a lawyer at 24. Not often, but it could happen. Yes. Sleeping with your mum's ex-boyfriend, vom. And that would be like one in a million. While your mum is back with her ex- who, who is who my is, father-in-law, isn't he? Yeah, who's your oh, father-in-law. uncle-in-law. And oh, yeah. uncle-in-law, yeah. yes. And is the ex-boyfriend's dad. Oh, my God, yeah. It just gets worse and worse. And my favourite little bit of incest plotline, my favourite is, we used to, what did we used to say, like, seven Willis brides for seven Willis brothers or whatever. Because oh there was one point where Tyler had hooked yeah. up with every single Willis He'd sister. He'd hooked up with all of us. To be fair, at least we'd only kissed. And but you guys played strip poker. Which we did play strip poker, which was is my favorite, my <laughs> scariest day on set of all time. I remember reading those scripts and being like, "Why me? Do it to Olympia. <laughs> Give it to Olympia, not me." What? How did you? How did you have to? What did you wear that day? That so I wore like a robe down onto set. And what people forget is that, unfortunately for me, ninety nine percent of a film crew are male. So, and Ugh. what you don't see behind the camera is that there's like 50 people minimum on set. So, they tried to like, when it's a really, you know, it's um, nowadays PG. So, we have like, you know, fake sex scenes or whatever. So, they, you know, get rid of some people. But it was a really big scene. So, I mean, I'm complaining. Poor Travis is, was in a thing called, you probably have to beat this out, called a cock sock. So, like, he had to wear that. I mean, at least I had bra and undies on. But, like, thank God it wasn't PG at that point. It probably would have made me have to take, my, you know, from behind the bra off. And I just remember being like, Trav and I were just so awkward. We were like, this is so bad. You think I'm uptight and competitive? I am. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Five card draw strip poker. Are you ready to lose? <sighs> One of us will end up naked and shivering, but it's not going to be me. Did you ever think when you first get, got into acting, because every now and then I think, oh, could I be an actor? And then I think, well, I couldn't, couldn't be naked. Uh, <laughs> and I, could, I don't think I could cry. <laughs> no, the crying, fine. Just think of sad things, you're fine. I am... So I live in a family where like everyone is just naked. Like my sisters just walk around naked and it like when I was younger at school, like guys would just want to come to my house because they'd be like, oh, her sisters are hot, you know, and I'm just not that person. Like I don't get changed out in public and like I'm just not a naked person. I, I love me some pajamas and I'll keep them on, thanks. And so I remember when I read that, I was like, that's, that's as close as I'll get to naked on camera. Yeah. Unless it's Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> don't bother with me, all right? Yeah, the Margot Robbie loophole. Oh, I mean, we'd all do that, let's be honest. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about Paul because I always want to talk about Paul. Yeah, you love yeah. him. I do. Yeah. I, oh, I love him. I, I mean, I love Stefan so yeah. much, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I've not met Stefan, but I love Paul. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I probably Stefan would love Stefan. is Paul, Stephen is but without the dickhead part. He's yeah, just I like am. the coolest dude ever. I like and the chill. dickhead part a bit. <laughs> oh, I mean, we all love a dickhead yeah. on the screen, but in yeah. real life, not so, much. not so much. And he's chill. He's a chiller. So I was thinking today when I was, I rewatched Neighbours this week, which I, I like to do before because Vea takes notes and I just you not, you I'm just not like that. You're a visual Go. learner. Yeah. 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 And did you and Paul have a scene in your comeback? 
no, I thought you were going to say, did you have a fling? I was like, we haven't taken it that far. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> yes. It was, it was more than time. three months. Do you know what? If Imogen was older, they'd actually be a great pair because they're like, <sighs> oh, they would take over Aaron's rule, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, they um, really would. Did we have a, yes, we did have a scene in the cafe yep. and he comes in and he's like, mm, we both know the real reason you're doing this. It's so, you know, you can advance your career. And I'm like, Look, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, mean, yeah I, haven't why got, not? I haven't got a decent case in LA and I'm better than that. If you're here to slam me for taking on Finn as a client, save your energy. The entire suburb is on the job. No, I actually told you, Mum, she should be very proud of you. Come on, everyone deserves representation. Yes. I, I mean, he's done terrible things, but if Susan can see some good in him, then that's got to count for something, right? Mm, I admire your faith. And I think Paul is, like, besides Susan, the only person that goes... Like, good on you. And I, he did mm. have a few cute scenes with Tarage saying, yeah, well, good on her. She should move ahead. Mm. And, Absolutely. You know. Yeah. He respected that. I love their relationship. Me I hope too. they stay together. Yeah. I just wish she hadn't hooked up with his son. That yeah. ruined it for me. Oh, that whole thing. They just didn't look right. To, I mean, Tim's a bloody Godzilla. He's so <laughs> tall and gorgeous. And then Beck's smaller than me. It just none of it looked right. But great family casting with you and Beck. I Do think. you think? Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, we always used to joke that, I mean, Harley and I couldn't look less alike if we tried. <laughs> He's like looks Aryan and I'm like Jewish girl. And then Mav <laughs> looks more like him and kind of Brad as well. So I guess I had to look like someone. Mm. And sort of Olympia and I have more similar, you know, the dark features. You almost had that and it may well have been that IVF twin vibe. Sometimes you meet twi- <laughs> IVF twins yes. and they look completely different. Yeah. We couldn't, and even personality, like just could not be more different. But I have two girls that I I danced with when I was younger and I've never seen two people look less alike and they're twins. So it is, again, a neighbour's far-fetched but possible. All of the things that happen on neighbours could happen. It's just that they all happen in a row. Yeah. Like five fires in two weeks. Yeah, like it's, you know, three explosions in two years. Unlikely in one suburb, but maybe. The good thing, the upside is if Imogen says she doesn't have good cases in LA, that means the wrestlers are behaving themselves and that fills me with hope for society. Yeah. I can't say I've ever watched a wrestling match Neither in my I. life, but I've never heard about a wrestler, so I feel like they've never really been doing that badly, have they? Oh, no. Some of them, you know. Is Mike Tyson a wrestler? He's boxer. a boxer. See, I've heard about boxers. Mm. Well, there was some steroid misuse and oh, then yeah. some breakdowns that and murders. Oh, um, oh so, I didn't know that. No. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. turns out she's doing a great job. Yeah. Yep. yep. She's keeping them in line. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. murdering, but you're not hearing about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> well, all Naomi's keeping them in line, which is highly possible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would be scared of her. I would not mess with either I of those people. I love her. Yeah, so you're going to tell me what your lawyer friend yes. said? Yes, okay. Is it possible for Imogen to be a lawyer yet? Well, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. So, great. Well, let's call her, let's give her a fake name, Laura the Lawyer. I asked, so Millsy's done crimes, like trying to cyanide poison a whole school, poisoned several others, went on the run, faked his identity, put a spy camera in someone's house, locked some people in a shed. Awkward. Tried to run some people over, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We've all been there. Yeah. Then Susan pushed him off a cliff and then he got amnesia. He then went to a court hearing, question mark, um, like magistrate's court, and then the judge heard arguments from both sides and victim impact statements. Then he got a non-custodial sentence, um, I guess, because his victims say his amnesia plus PTSD mean he's yeah, a good did guy. You, did you mention the whole he'd been held hostage in Colombia? I didn't get to that. Okay. I mean, it's a deep storyline, so you've done well there. Yeah. He got off because he has the best lawyer in the country. <laughs> I would go as far to say in the world, yeah. but you yeah. know. Who was like, hey. 
he can't remember doing any of that. It makes sense though. Like literally putting in some put. I mean, if this was real life, send him to prison. But putting someone in prison who has no recollection of what they've done does seem kind of kind of beneficial. I just feel like they could have waited it out a bit longer. Susan got her memory back. I know. Like, oh, you can't remember uh, three days after. Yep, you're never going to remember again. So my friend says. She laughed and said, well, they probably found him not guilty by reason of mental illness. And I said, but no, 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 no. But it's not a mental <laughs> He did it's not a... claim that. Mm-hmm. He, he's fun- fully functioning in the mental capacity. He just can't remember anything for 15 years. And he did claim guilty. He, he never said he wasn't guilty yes. either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did say that. And she said, well, maybe just very lenient sentencing. And I said, is it customary to just go to court and not a trial? And she said, ordinarily, you would have a series of case management hearings and then a proper hearing or a trial. If he pled guilty, then it's just lenient sentencing. And as for the trial, I imagine they've taken some creative license in condensing how long that process actually takes. Neighbours would never do such a thing. <laughs> we, don't, we don't take creative They licensing. had to get it done before Toadie was back from Disneyland. Yeah, guys, I was only on a few-month contract. We couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't drag this on. It's unlikely he'd be tried in the local court for these sorts of offences, but they probably couldn't afford to film at the Supreme Court. Uh, And these are all important questions. In real life, Millsy should be held in custody or scheduled in hospital. And then I added that his lawyer was 23. And my friend, who's a senior solicitor now, said, well, that's incredibly junior. I did everything as fast as I could and wasn't admitted until I was 23. So, okay, still. She's a genius. (laughs) Plausible. Then I said, by the way, the judge released Millsy into the care of his former victims. And then she goes... <laughs> Best part, isn't it? Then she goes, what? That is too far gone. <laughs> when I read that script, I was like, oh, thank God it wasn't Imogen's idea because I couldn't have taken that. Why doesn't... Tarate should have volunteered to take her in. Literally anyone else. Someone, you know, like Aaron and David, like Boo and Boo, Baby Boo, whatever. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, when we did our first reading, because obviously I hadn't watched the show in a while and... That was in the script and I, I wasn't looking down. I wasn't in that episode. And I heard Takaya say boo-boo and I like looked up and I like started laughing and everyone just looked at me and I was like, oh, is he serious? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot get it. It is the best thing they've ever done. And that's, boo-boo. A, that's a new thing, isn't it? Read-throughs. They didn't always do yes, them. Yes, it's a very new thing. It was like my first week was the first read-through. So, oh, really? Yeah, I was like, oh, have you guys been doing this forever? Like, no, this is the first one. It's good though. It gets like, We never get to be all together. And how many do you read all at once? The whole six episodes of the week. So while you're not in it, you kind of just sit there and like... It's good though. Like you... Unless you watch the show, you don't really know what's happening in other storylines, mm. which is fine because you wouldn't know in real life. But it was, it's cool to see everyone else's storyline. That's a big day. It is. It takes... Like, we really... It's a read-through. You know, we don't act it out. No. We would literally... Because then if we have any issues, then we can go to the director and discuss it there. It's, yeah. But it's just rather than getting on set and being like, I don't like the scene. Let's completely rewrite yeah. it. And we don't have the time to do that. Yeah. And often I've sat in some read-throughs and often it's a chance for pe- writers to figure out what's a line might be hard to pronounce or Yeah, just what isn't working. Like yeah. Sometimes it comes out of the actor's mouth and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. So anyway, all of that with Lawyer Laura seemed plausible. It's just this timeline was sped Very up. small, yeah. It was just a lot of implausible things all in a row. The other thing that I thought was interesting is that Imogen did like six months of law here but had a mentor that's a judge. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I was like, wow. Was that like a Skype mentor like over in America? I I remember – so Nat, who plays the judge, is the most amazing woman and she'd come in for another case. I couldn't even remember the storyline, if I'm being honest. Um, I I don't even remember that. Yeah, it was something that Imogen was looking at and she'd come on to the case. Maybe it was to get the visas 
or something like I can't even remember, but she had been in the show before as yeah. Imogen's mentor. So like that kind of, I like that they brought back the same judge. Yeah. I mean the chances of that happening very small and probably illegal to have your mentor as, you know, your judge. But yeah. Yeah. anyway. And your sister was technically one of the victims. Didn't yeah. Her Everyone was one yeah. of the literally there wasn't one person in that courtroom that wasn't one of the victims. <laughs> yes. Actually someone on our Facebook group was like, I know the judge I've seen her before, where is she from? So this is exciting. Yeah, she'd she'd been on before. Um yeah, her name's Nat and she's actually a really good friend of my sister's randomly. Oh, so she's also South African and Jewish so represent oh, amazing yeah do you wish they would write like a Jewish part for you well not on neighbors no I mean, maybe on neighbors <laughs> no I don't want to play myself ever like <laughs> the further from myself the better yeah no and I I like that I'm playing a character who's part of like a family so different to mine and yeah. I mean I have such a stable like very close family and the Willis's, I mean, they're close, but also very far. There's 50 brothers and sisters. Yeah. We don't even, more to come. More to come. <laughs> yeah. and, and the parents, the swapped couples. From across the street. God, that was a good story. That was that some was of neighbours' best, I reckon. Just just pop over the road. Why not? And the, with all the families standing at the gate watching. Oh, my God. Yes, I remember. And Brad just crosses the street. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like, bye, Dad. Just get in an apartment. That's my best friend. And I'm in love with her husband. <laughs> bye, Dad. Yeah, I was going to say, I one of the highlights, Imogen's highlights the whole time was little Imi down the well. My little asthma attack down the well. Oh, my mm. God. How did they shoot that? Da- what, what were you down? They what built a set so we weren't down anything. We were in a huge warehouse and they built like – it was actually amazing. Like our art department are incredible. What they pulled together in the time – like even the courtroom and stuff, like everything is made from scratch. And like, yes, it might not look, you know, like the magistrate's court, but like people sometimes forget like it's neighbours – we're not in a Meryl Streep film. Like it's, we have no time to do anything. And f- the art department just blow my mind. The detail they go to, like no one would even notice. And, and it, just, it, it did so. look like a courtroom. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, it looked like the, you know, the Sunshine Magistrate's Court. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been in there. Um, yeah, so um, the well was, that was an intense few weeks of filming because it was free, we filmed it in winter and we in like this like shell and it was so cold and obviously we had stunt doubles for like the falling and stuff but it was just Tim and I covered in dirt for like three days straight just filming these scenes and I loved that she was like I love you and he was like yeah I'm cool though uh, oh really oh that's but friend zone if you'd never met Amber if it was just me and you do you think maybe I think you are awesome and I love spending time with you. Just don't see you that way. Just gonna go hide under that rock now. <laughs> Once I read that script, I was like, because I always had hope for Daniel and Imogen. And of course, we don't know what's coming. Like, we just have to play it as we get it week by week. So, you know, I played that she was infatuated and and in love with him. And like, I really played like real love. And But at a point, I was like, my contract was coming to an end. And I was like... I think she's she's going to leave alone. Like, I knew she wasn't going to die, but I was like, I think she's piecing out. And then when I finally read that they got together, I was like, yes. Sorry, Amber, but yes, finally. 
I just I loved it as a like a lovelorn teen who never got the guy or whatever. I just loved seeing a character who was like, I'm obsessed with this person and he's not interested. I just loved it. Yeah. That. And she had bit like it was Mark Brennan first. Like she does it was either all or nothing with her. And mm. with Daniel, like I like not many neighbors relationships have like two years of work to get to it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like she loved him and no one else yeah. for like a solid two years. And don't forget the multi generational speed dating night where she that's where we first coined that term where Oh my god, I forgot that. Um image and wanted to pursue Mark Brennan and she, you were still at school. She was still at school. Oh, she's a child. She's like, it's so brilliant. I'm going to speed but dating with Ke- grown-ups. Then Callum <laughs> fell, fell for Imogen. Do you remember that? That's yeah. mine and Morgan's favourite storyline. No. We have a scene. We always say it to each other. There was a scene and however it ended, Imogen walked out and Callum just went, melty. And so whenever Morgan and I just see each other, we're just always like, melty. Yeah, so he wasn't. So it was a lot of that going on. I was in love with Mark, and he was in love with me. Another ripper. We, I reckon, if you were here one more week, it, you would have gone for Milzy. Everyone thought that. I'm so glad that that didn't happen because all of her professionalism and everything I was standing by would just be like, "See ya." Truth. I'm glad. I reckon Finn and Susan. Yeah, I'm so up for I, it. Did, that did not cross my mind until she measured him for that suit, and then I'm like, "Oh, they're getting very close." What? Everything in your life will be going along smoothly. And then something happens out of the blue. Unfair dismissal. You attempt a homicide. Or you didn't shake hands when you agreed to co-own that second-hand car. And you have to get your affairs in order. But you never did legal studies. So now you need a good lawyer. But you can't really afford one. So you consider someone nearby you can trust. Well, someone nearby. Jared Rebecca Lawyers. No win, no charge. But if you could pay me anyway, that'd be sweet. I might have to go on the dole soon. The Waterhole is a destination for the whole family. Friendly staff, delicious chef-prepared nachos and fun for everyone with our dartboard, multi-generational speed dating nights and medically certified house band The Right Prescription. Want to blend into the background? Enjoy a mimed conversation in our vertical garden courtyard. Book now for your next event and there probably won't be an explosion, but just in case, we reserve the right to retain your deposit. The Waterhole. It's not a hole anymore. From now until the end of the year, the Waterhole's having a flash sale. 70% off your next event. Just mention the code word, it's probably just a car backfiring when you're booking. So the outcome of this on the 23rd of April, the sentencing came down. So the sentencing came down. So firstly, I just want to exit for two seconds and say how amazing is... I feel like Rob Mills has become method and his facial expressions and everything with his new character are so amazing because when he was evil Finn, he embodied that totally. and now he's 17-year-old Finn. He's really got the dream role as an actor though. Like you mm. you got two different roles in one contract. Like you have nailed this and I'm sure knowing Neighbours, it's not going to last long either. He'll be into another Finn yeah. stage yeah. soon. I really hope he does and I hope he stays good. But also if he doesn't, maybe Imogen will come back so. Well, I did notice a flicker in his eyes tonight. Watching the, um, is it watching the video of of Bonnie? Yeah. Yeah. But I also think that could be a flicker like, oh, she's okay. I like her. She's cute. I don't remember her, but she's, yeah, that's what they're playing it, you know. She's closer to his fake age than when he was pursuing her for real. So when he locked um, Susan, Ali and B in a shipping container in the middle of the country, he walked (laughs) off set and like flicked his tie and he told us that that was his addition. It was like the best ever. And yeah. when I see him now with his like 17-year-old youthfulness in his facial expression, I'm like, 
damn, he's doing a good job. He's doing a great job. Um, I just wanted to say that. Oh, he's brilliant. And I like also the nicest person to work with. We had yeah. him and Brad who plays Sean. Like us three had a lot of work together and obviously I'd not met either of them prior. And we just had the best time. Like they had two of the most decent, beautiful guys. Like they're really top notch. So it was so much fun. How old were you? Did you see Millsy on Australian Idol? Yes, I did. And because I'm in a musical theatre family, like both my oldest sisters are musicals, I saw him in Wicked. And like yes. I, I probably have met Millsy in yeah. passing, but yeah, I hadn't like yeah. known Rob till mm. now. Sentencing comes down. The judge basically says you can – I'm not going to put Millsy in prison if you find him a place to live, which is like also like the worst thing she could have said to you because no one wants to house the murderer, right? And you've got like an hour to do it. Yeah. yeah. And Imogen's like, oh, I have to do everything myself. <laughs> Seriously, guys, it's always on me. Yeah. Somehow, well, no, Sean convinces Ellie blackmail. via double blackmail. Yeah. Love a double blackmail. The first blackmail was pleased to do a nice victim impact statement, which – I was incensed about until it made Gary mad and Gary bugs me a lot. And every time he would get angry, I would be happy. So, yeah. <laughs> And there is no one funnier on this planet than Damo. And God, I love watching him play Gary. It is the most entertaining thing I've ever seen. I wish instead of making him angry all the time, he could be goofy and funny. I yeah. prefer when Maybe he- now that Carl's back, it'll bring... Yes. Like when he's trying to race his pigeons and that sort of oh thing. Oh my God, when I heard that story, it was just after I left, I think, that storyline and I heard that him and Therese got together and something about pitches and I was like, this is gold, actual gold. And I found out last week that he, I think, is my real neighbour. Like, I, I saw him at my local shop. Oh, my God, brilliant. One suburb over. You know, if he's your real neighbour, you could start letting yourself into his house <laughs> unannounced. I mean, why not? And then if he asks who the hell you are, you'd be like, you do it. <laughs> And my dad used to have pigeons, so that could be my opening. Basically best the friends. Same oh my, he is genuinely – like when people – people always ask, like, who's the funniest person on set? Damo. Like, oh my God, he's so funny. But you got some great scenes with Colette too. Yeah, we had so much fun together. Because Pig's Head – she sent your Pig's Head. Yeah, that wasn't Whoa. as much fun. So I've had – actually, I'd like to cover this because I've had so many messages about this, so many DMs on Instagram, like saying, you're vegan, how could you do this? Oh. You're Jewish, how could you – one, yeah. again, I don't write the scripts. Really wouldn't have picked it. Two, I actually never saw it. So what happened was when I read the script, I said to Tony, our director, I was like, look, I can't even look at like uncooked chicken. Like I'm, yeah. I've never eaten pig in my life. Um, and I said to him, if you really want me to see it for real, I'll do it. And he was like, no, it's fine. So if you actually watch it back, the over the shoulder shot is actually Alan opening the box. So Alan saw it. I didn't see it till it was on TV and I was like far removed from it. So that's to cover that. But trust me, when I read it in the script, I was like, seriously, guys, you picked the vegan to do this too. And yeah. I stand by that it looked like a very delicious cake. You a know, lot like, of people thought it was a cake and I was like, that would have been way funnier, like a dead pig cake. Like on Nailed It, like those shows where they make yeah. weird things into but a cake. But the worst cakes yeah. ever. Yeah. So yeah, that was so much, that wasn't fun, but like the storyline and then her pouring water on me, like, yeah, we love working together as well. I've known Colette for such a long time and she's an absolute legend. Well, you also get to work with my queen, Rebecca Omaloglu. Everyone's queen. Oh, the love yes. of my life. Oh, just it, Instagram game is strong. And I love her. Or disagree. Di- and we can tease her about her Instagram oh, yeah. game. Why do you <laughs> <I> disagree? <laughs> she is. So I think she got Instagram when I was first on the show. And she she's actually great now. She's fine. But I remember when she first started, she would just like post photos of a cat. And I was like, Beck, <laughs> no one wants to see that. <laughs> no one. But she is 
genuinely one of the best people, most entertaining people. Like there is never a dull moment when Beck's around. Very similar to Therese in that way. I love on her stories how she just is like, hey, babes, and is yeah, so casual. That is her. <laughs> hey, babes. Hi. And she also, we always say like in real life, anyone that knows me, I'm a total grandma. So like I don't go out. I, I go to bed at eight o'clock. I don't drink. I, I'm literally a grandma. Uh, so I'm like the mum and Beck's like my daughter. That's what we always say because she's like, she's crazy and she's fun and she's loud. And I'm always just like, Beck, do we need to go to bed? <laughs> like we had the total opposite way around in real life. But yeah, oh my God, she, she should be everyone's queen. Yeah. I absolutely love her. Yeah, and it was just this thing where Therese used to annoy me at the start when they first brought her in because mm-hmm. they just used to make her scream at everybody. Yeah. And then after a while I'm like, actually, she's in the right. She's trying yeah. to manage a hotel and raise her family and everyone else is up to well, shenanigans. This is what I say about the Willis females. They're often sort of dragged and then I'm like, are they dragged because they're strong, independent women maybe? Mm. Like no one likes to see that character on yep. TV. and. All three of them, like Piper by the end as well, like really just much like Mav just knows herself and she's like just doesn't take bullshit and Imogen more so doesn't take any bullshit. And so people don't like seeing women. Whereas if a man took on this case, I don't think they would have copped any hate. And Paul's been trying to further his own business and career for decades and he gets away with it. Oh my God, and they love him because he's a fun villain. But when a woman does yeah. it, mm-mm. Yeah, I'm all for everything Therese wants to do. I would love it if Paul and Therese like became sinister villains together. I would love it. We, like everyone who goes in for a meeting with script, like even the nicest character always is like, can we just turn bad with Paul for a bit? <laughs> like I remember Tim always tried to get Daniel to go bad. Yeah. And for a while Daniel like kind of tried. Yeah. I don't know, he had like a little storyline where he was like being a bit of a rebel. And it was just like, oh, this is not working, is it? Like, it's too much of a bunny But rabbit. Therese and Paul could be badass. Mm-hmm. They could m- mess some shit up. They, <laughs> yeah. they could. What, I don't know if the retreat still exists, does it? The flame tree. I don't think so. I brought some, some of Gaz Can's bliss balls for you today. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> I should say, Gary used to make vegan bliss balls for the flame tree retreat. Oh God, face. I love that character. He, I think he is so funny. <laughs> he was a vegan chef for a little bit. Oh my god! See, I need he to keep up. He more. wasn't vegan himself, no, but, but he was a vegan chef. He made vegan treats for the mm. retreat. Oh my god! Do you know how upset I was when I left the make retreat and a sauna? Like I wanted an infrared sauna when I was on the set, <laughs> so in my breaks I could go use the bloody infrared sauna. Oh, that sauna! <laughs> Who got stuck in there again? Oh, Ned. 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 <sighs> Good old Ben. My, for, you know, for a while he was Bea's TV boyfriend. Like I yes. was upset. Um, do you know how sad I was when he? I mean, I shouldn't say this because I was in a relationship, but when they, he came in, they made him my brother. Again, I was like, why do you make all the good looking ones my brothers? He's like, we, oh, like we gave yeah. you one and you wound up with him. <laughs> yeah, so. So, so you might do it again. No, he is an actual, like, I mean, when I was on set, pretty much every scene, he was just angry Ned, which we started making a joke out of. Just always fuming, but Ben couldn't be more opposite. He's just like the happiest, yeah. chillest and again, guy. And again, it's the musical theatre vibes. All good people in musical theatre. Absolutely. He and Gaz can need to calm down with – I mean, they're both reformed crims living on Ramsey Street. I, d- I don't oh. know. I kind of like it. I like everything. But the <laughs> <laughs> the most positive person ever. I love it. We need more of you in the world. I just love that he was like – he um, Ned just randomly went over to see Gaz can this week to be like – have a bitch yeah i want to have a bitch and because that's what life would be like when your girlfriend decides to live with her former 
abuser. Abuser, yeah. I was thinking like what exactly did you Near murderer, yeah. Near murderer. Um, Attempted terrorist. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you need to go flock to somebody who's going to understand your feelings. So he was like, Gaz can. I know who's always angry too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How's Amy trying to distract Gary? Like, let's plan our wedding. Yeah, that'll calm the stress down. Also, like, as, I mean, (laughs) as if you're going to pick Gary over Kyle. Like, yeah. Literally just the, the younger version. No offense, but like it's and it's they're both beautiful. And they had lovely chemistry, Amy and Kyle, yeah. when they got together, like bonding over the tools and the trailer. Kyle's a brilliant character. I'm so glad they brought Chris back. He's like it's, it's a good move. Such a great move. The big fail is that they didn't bring the dog back. That's just yeah. Bossy. Yeah, Bossy's retired though, Vea found out. Oh no, really? no, no, no. Oh, okay. Take that back. No, the animal actors people wrote on Instagram that they weren't asked back. Oh, I thought Bossy was retired. I think we've already got – they've got a dog on set sometimes. It It was never there when I was there, which is heartbreaking. And the bloody Willis has got a cat and I'm allergic to cats. So I was like, Clementine's got to go. It's okay. Clementine was always up a tree or something. Yeah, Clementine Um, was never there. Yeah, they have a Swiss mountain dog. Yeah, it's beautiful, but it was never there. Is it the um, Rebecca household? The Rebecca. Yeah. The the Shama Rebecca's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we haven't seen him in a while. He might. He better be careful, or he'll end up where Bossy's gone. Yeah. Actually, wait a second. Did he move out of the house, or is he going to stay? <laughs> they've, they've all been evicted, including the dog. He's like, mm. I'm going to stay here with the Brenbros and the Tanakas. I want to live in that house too. So basic. Oh, so anyway, Millsy's moved in with Susan and Carl. And Susan is behaving strangely because her and Carl are just pretending like this is one of the kids that's come over from England to live there, which is weird because he tried to kill everyone. But anyway. And they're like, here is where we keep the tea. Oh, triggered. Oh, whoops. (laughs) I love that. Oh, my bad. (laughs) What? What's wrong? You put a spy camera. You tried there. to kill us, remember? <laughs> and look, yeah. we can't have tea anymore. No. Um, and Carl takes him out to the glass house to look at the fruit. <laughs> That's right. He's going to be, and I say he should be your apprentice. I remember that scene. I haven't yeah. watched it yet, but yeah. And the most amazing thing happened. Millsy and Carl did a tour of duty, handing out apricots. Is this? Oh, I was going to say, is this the apricot storyline? Oh my god, the strawberries. Yeah. redone because there was in real life needles put into some strawberries and it's the most yep. stuffed up thing I've ever heard oh, in my life. Like, just like, leave people. I did actually, oh my God, I brought you strawberries. I'm so sorry. That's I'm going to cut them open first. <laughs> she's yeah, gone. Well, she's gone method acting. I, I would have tried for apricots, but they're not in season. They're not in season, Carl. Oh, what are you doing? Duh. What are you doing in that greenhouse? And then, yeah, the it's baby nearly eats one. I remember that. But and my question during this read through, and I don't know the answer because I wasn't on set for any day price. How did they get the blade in the apricot without cutting the apricot? And because they look like full apricots because there's razor they were. blades They were there. full apricots. And Our also, department, unbelievable. And they grow on trees. How does is there a full tree in that gl- greenhouse? They got everything in that greenhouse. He has durians in there, and, he has, like, and it's oh, locked. He why locks would you it. want a durian? Yeah, Carl Kennedy. Oh, yeah. Story. <laughs> so now, okay, he's one of the Kennedys. He's a Kennedy. He's, he's a Kennedy <laughs> now. He's Finn Kennedy. Yeah, he's going to paint himself on that picture of the oh, three kids. Yeah, I hate pictures. <laughs> it's so creepy. Um, they never just they never needed to update it ever. No. In the middle of the night, he has some convos with B, and Ned decides to pop in unannounced as a neighbour. Is this does. when he was shirtless? Yeah, yeah, yeah. hot. <laughs> yeah, it was hot. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> and so Ned's even angrier. Yeah, yeah. And Ned's like, I'm the one with my shirt not meant yeah. to be on. Have you not seen my tattoos? <laughs> Have I'm you very not seen angry. these abs? <laughs> <laughs> so B is going to fall in love with Milsey. Is that a sheep? But no. also Susan is. Oh, my God. Another daughter, well, mm. niece, auntie oh, yeah. situation. Mm. And because Hot Mess Ellie is knocked up by Sean oh Millsy. Hot, 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 hot mess. Hot, hot, hot. 
That poor girl, that character though. There's yeah. only so many mistakes one human can make. Is oh, you guys don't even know what's coming. It gets oh. worse. Oh, really? In my final read through, I heard a script and I was like, however much everyone hated Imogen, I'm fine now. <laughs> You're like, see ya. Passing it over. <laughs> Is Jodie having a good time with these storylines? Well, when we film it, we have a great time okay. because we want to do, you know, controversial. Sometimes we read it and we're like, wow, this is, I mean, next level. Yeah. It's not till it gets to the general public and everyone starts abusing us personally that you go. Mm. Which is redonkulous. Redonkulous. But I'm I'm hoping people are going to start getting better at that. But yeah, as an actor, like, it's great. We want to be given storylines mm. that are crazy. But also, like, behind the curtain, neighbour social media people need to be on that. They should be moderating this stuff you better. Don't even get me started. It's I'm quite furious yeah, about it. It got to the point where, like, on the Sunday night where they announced Georgie Stone joining the cast. That's where I lost my shit. There was no one policing the Facebook group. And, and, you know, it's one thing, you know, to abuse us and, you know, call us ugly or fat or whatever. Whatever. When you start getting into political things and when you start getting to transgender, which is such a touchy topic as it is, and there should be nothing but support well, for it. it's hate speech, firstly. Like, it's literally homophobic, yeah. like... It's bigotry yeah. in general. Just, I actually, like, I had to stop reading the comments because yeah. it actually made me feel sick that people are still like this in the world. It's awful. But I completely agree that yeah. I don't know who is policing that. But if it were up to me, comments should be disabled on posts yeah. like that because you're not going to stop people from writing things. But And it's your space. Like, the creator, the production created that space. They have, they they the, have the power. Unlike, yeah. you know other groups where we can't have the power it's the same with the facebook though and like you know as actors we'll get tagged on instagram i don't never go look for the comments but i'll get tagged saying you know ariel aaron kaplan is you know blah 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 and i'm like what i don't have the option to delete it so yes i report it and i block this Mm. person but that's all i can do do you know what I mean? So I completely agree with that. And it's definitely something that I'm going to have a word to. Got to join the Neighbours Council. We're good in there. I do. I've got it. Well, now that Imogen Willis is like the number one <laughs> charity holder, <laughs> I'll be in. Well, we should. what we finally will wind up with, because where do you go from razor blades and the apricots, <laughs> really, is we usually do citizen or citizen of the week or of the last couple of weeks. Cake taker. And do you know, well, do, yeah, do you know why? Do you remember why we called it that? Drab, one citizen of the year. Yeah. Because he... What did he do? Nothing. <laughs> Literally not <laughs> Surf. He, he took some boys to like play sport or oh, something. Oh, that's right. Like some Maybe. high school boys. He made a running group. He ran them around the Oval until they lost all their testosterone. So, so he did his job as a sports teacher. <laughs> Oh, okay. A but, man, ba- but barely. Yeah. A man a man literally shows up and does the job he's paid to do. Whereas a hustling young yeah. gal who's trying to just get to the next level of her career. How dare she? Yeah. How dare she? That is so funny that he won citizen of, of not even of the week, of the year. It was pretty much because Josh died. Yeah. Pity like, pity was, win. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so okay. now we do the award in his honour, but we used to call it citizen. Well, I, on that, I've got to go on the back of that and say, Imi. Citizen of the Week. I think it'd be rude to not say that while I'm here. So, yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Citizen of the Week not only just also had to call up shelters and halfway houses that were rejecting Evil oh. Finn. They're like, oh. no. Oh, like, oh, the guy that killed everyone? Oh, we're no. Full. He pumped, <laughs> we're full. Sorry. He, he pumped cyanide into the Erinsborough High vents. He tried to kill children. We're full. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, absolutely. Just for winning that case alone. Yeah. Citizen of the Week. But Ariel, are you going to pick someone else, or are you going to no, absolutely double not. down? I'm pick my, oh, I mean, no, maybe I should. <laughs> um, Susan Kennedy, yeah. citizen of the 
like generation, I would say. Okay, fair enough. I'm in, I'm in love with Jackie, um, so it transfers me, to that. Me too. You should listen to Night Terrace, the sci-fi I show. I will. Anything that she's on, I'll listen. Because it's just her in your ears and you just love her even more. Beautiful. Except I'm really struggling because I really think she needs to just back back it right up and take a breather from Finn. Yeah. Because she's making me – it's making it hard she's to like getting her. She's fustered, Yeah. She's fallen deeply into his eyes and is swimming in the pools and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can't remember this far back. I haven't watched this week and I, we filmed it so long ago. Remind me, is there anyone else that could potentially be Citizen of the Week? I'm going to pick someone else. Uh, tell me. I'm going to pick Toadie for coming back with his truth bombs and just being like, No, Toadie what was rude to Imogen. <laughs> oh, was he? <laughs> she, yeah, he was. Well, yeah, to be fair, right. she kind I of... I mean, she totally took over his entire law firm and stuffed it up. And, but ma- and made it successful. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I don't think he's ever won a case. So, really, he should be grateful. I just love that because no one's going to tell him that he can't act this way because his wife died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do whatever you want, mate. Yeah, they were like, okay, fine, whatever. But, um, no, I just loved when he came over to Susan's and he was like, what are you talking about? This man gave my tiny child drugs. And they were all like, oh, no, he's not like that now. Have you seen the way he smiles? <laughs> he's got really cute puppy eyes. Don't yeah. even worry. He'll he, never do it again. He's out the back picking fruit for yeah. everyone. <laughs> it's got blades in it, but it's fine. <laughs> That's a triple citizen then. But also, I'm just happy to see Tony back. Yeah. yeah. With his three-day growth, I'm enjoying too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He liked keeping that too. Well, see, I don't think anyone's going to agree with you, Ariel, there on citizen going to Susan. But that's No, fine. I don't think they are either, but she was the only one on my side, so we're going with it, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where we are. We were going to – we've kept you a long time, so we'll let you – you are genuinely going to have dinner with your family. So we should <laughs> – My let, real real yeah. life family, yeah. 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 So let you go, but because I wanted to give you to give us Fitzbo because me and CJ – Oh, yeah. We – it's – look, we are not friends with exercise, <sighs> and you are. I'm I'm besties with exercise, I but I'm unhealthily – besties like I it is my life I love it so much but not no not not literally no I'm absolutely fine I shouldn't say that no like (laughs) people think I'm weird how much I love exercise but it's like instead of paying a psychologist I just go exercise it's a much cheaper option I mean you can do both it's subsidized I mean I do do both (laughs) (laughs) good yeah good I absolutely do both but it's yeah I mean I think you have to find what works for you though like I, for the first 18 years of my life, didn't enter a gym or didn't exercise. Mm. I danced growing up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on in life, I've fallen in love with it. But I don't think everyone is going to fall in love with exercise. I think it's finding what works for you and starting. Okay. Starting is, mm. is where it begins. And you're an instructor? I am. And what do you instruct in? I, so I teach spin, mm-hmm. um, but it's not normal spin. If anyone knows what soul cycle is in the States, it's yep. like we pretty much just ride to Beyonce and like do dance moves and it's so much fun, but like you'll never sweat more in your life. Is it, yeah. is it, I'm scared of it being hard. Is it hard? I it's think, bloody I think hard. It is, okay, yeah. But that, yeah. what's the point in doing it if it ain't hard? But it's so much fun. <laughs> it's... <laughs> We'll edit that one out. Um, (laughs) It's funny just because we're different. And that's the thing. And that's why I was going to say, so I also, I teach group fitness in like um, a place called Fox Fit in Richmond and it's sort of treadmill work and floor work, also quite hard. But then I used to teach Pilates, which Mm. a lot like reformer Pilates, hard in a different way. Like you're not going to sweat your bum off, but you're going to have a great bum from it. So I love Pilates. Pilates is amazing. I'm not doing it at the moment because I'm doing a... You're doing your challenge. A challenge. Yeah, I love that. And I can't fit in my Pilates, but I'm going to message my instructor tonight. CJ likes boxing. Oh, I I do like boxing. boxing. I bought some pink gloves and I'm very excited about them. I've got pink gloves too. Boxing 
is the best form of therapy. Like, yeah. oh God, I love it so much. I always wish Imogen got into exercise for like a week on the show and like then never again. But I really wanted her to get hardcore into boxing. I think it would have yeah. been amazing. That would have been good. But yeah, I mean, exercise is for me, it's therapy and it's literally my favorite thing in the whole world besides my family and friends because I have to say that and yep. food actually I like food more than exercise but I always just say to people people like love that I'll start on Monday or you know next month I'll get onto the fitness bandwagon just go for a walk you know go okay, for that's a, good good yes good I just can. just start small and you'll be surprised at how quickly you fall in love with the feeling that exercise gives you. That's what I do it for. And actually, do you know what's most effective I've noticed on your Instagram? Lately, you've been posting a picture of all the – like a diagram of all the bikes that are taken up for your spin yes. class. That's very effective where you're like, bikes – got one, one bike left. You better get in fast. Yeah. And suddenly you're like, oh – well, I don't want to go, but now I should because there's only one bike and I've got to be yeah. competitive to get it. It's a but, special edition. Well, why don't you guys come take my class? Uh, <laughs> the, the <gasps> Silence. But the problem is I'll wait to the end of this challenge. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> done. Yeah. I will come, but I'm worried. We'll, I'll discuss with more off air, but like I'm worried about the hard factor because mm. I'm a baby. But I did s- a step aerobics class once and had to pretend I had a tummy ache and go home because I couldn't do it. So the great thing about our room is it's pretty much pitch black. So you yeah. can get a bike in the corner and you can sit down and, whenever you and want. And I can cry and people won't see. You, you can <laughs> ball your eyes out and I won't give a shit. No, you sit in the corner and you sit down and you just breathe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I must admit like every time I, I have to go to the gym five times a week. Amazing. And... It, it is the worst thing ever, yeah, every correct. time. But what I've decided at the end of this one is I've decided I could either do Pilates all week and never get to eat anything I want. Yep. Or I could eat things I want and go to the gym five times a week and I've decided I would prefer it that way. Okay. Why do you yeah. think I exercise yeah. so much? Because <laughs> yeah. I eat dessert every night yeah. of my life. Yeah. Okay. So I've decided that, that that's that's where I'm at. So I haven't fallen in love with it yet, but give but, me some more But you know when you finish, do you, you get that feeling like, yeah, I just accomplished something. Like the endorphins. Yeah. You're not going to fall in love with straight away, but it's that feeling after of going like, like it's when you write a to-do list and you tick something off and you go, yeah. I did that. Yeah. Well, I think for me, it's mainly because I'm not a morning person okay. and my husband is, and I've been waking up at 4.30 to go to the gym. That's incredible. And because it's my only option, I've got to go yeah. to work and parent and stuff. So I get home and I get to be really self-righteous and turn the light on and be like, Come on, it's time to get up. Oh my God, I love that. I love See, it. I am a morning person, whereas my boyfriend goes to the gym at night. But like when I was filming Neighbours, obviously we're on set of the cracker dawn. I get up at 4am to train before because <gasps> I can't do it in the afternoons. And like no. past four o'clock, hey, no. don't even talk to me. You're like, oh, the day's over. There's yeah, no point there's no here, point. I might as well just go eat a chocolate cake, really. Mm. So I know those feelings and I don't have a kid. So I have so much admiration for people who manage to find time with work and kids. But I think it's like scheduling in a meeting for yourself. Like it's actually, mm. I feel like cake I'm, would, yes, that's a good tip. I feel yep. like I'm a better person when I train, and that sounds ridiculous. But I'm a better friend. I'm a better girlfriend. I'm a better daughter because I'm in a good mood because yeah. I've taken care of myself. And I've made I've made your worst one because I'm keeping you here talking about neighbours. <laughs> no, you haven't. But all right, I'll I'll, I'll if they can take casuals, I'll come, babe. Uh, you can have a free class. There you go. You have no. <laughs> Reason now the Plus, incentive is there. You like music and stuff, so if I you think like R and B, do you like R and B? Um, it's it's I'm a pop gal, but I, it I'll sounds like mainstream. Pop. Like, do you like Ariana Grande pop? Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. You'll love it. <laughs> yeah, and you like karaoke, so just be in that. Just sing. Also, you're, you're not getting it. out of this when your challenge is finished. You yeah. both you come. And I do. Have, I love it. You're like, yeah, go, go, go. I'm not coming. And on. I do <laughs> have an exercise bike in my house. This will be way more fun than your exercise okay. bike. I promise you. You will have the time of your life. 
Yeah, you need to you need to Google this time because it's it's fun. And I know I've seen the Amy Schumer movie yeah, where yeah, yeah. she falls in. It's on legit her. that, and you can have that moment okay. of like looking in the mirror, being like, "I'm amazing." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm so uncoordinated that you can probably have that moment if I can't. <laughs> Either way, okay. I'm better than her. All right, we'll document this. We'll take it offline. Ari, thank you so much for letting us take no, over your thank evening. Thank you. It was so much fun. You're Ariel Aaron Kaplan on Instagram. That's right. Someone took my name, so I had to put my middle name. It's in. nice. It's nice. And on Twitter as well. But like, no haters that get out. Like, yeah. only only good. Get out. I mean, if you want to be reported and blocked, go for your life. Oh, yeah. But um, but yeah, only wouldn't our, bother. Our good mob. Yeah. Have yeah. to like. And donate you. all your money so that you're the Imogen Willis level. Yeah, I'll go. Mm. I'll go make an Imogen Willis. Yeah. <laughs> and my mum will donate. <laughs> but don't, yeah, like, and also you can pause your subscription at any time. I do get worried sometimes when people donate at money bags level. I'm just you're like, like, I hope they're not using credit, guys. Can you just check your bills? And <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we are neighbourspod.com. CJ, CJ, the hot mess mum. Yep, on Insta and Twitter. I love that. And yeah, CJ does a good story after the gym too. So that's good. Oh, great. I'm going to follow. And I'm Vea Pashos and nightterrace.com for Jackie's sci-fi drama and on the terrace. Look look that up as well. Anything else, Ari, that we should plug? Um, Oh, you do voiceover work too. People should keep an ear out. (laughs) Kmart ads, how I are. No, I sound exactly like my sister and she does heaps more work. So I'll take credit for that too. But like Kmart ads are speaking our language really. Yeah. Is there a better place than Kmart? No, no there is. Yeah, no. that's my final message. Go to Kmart. Yeah. It's the best place in the world. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll chat to you guys soon. Bye. And the judge and the jury.